2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: It's Pharrell on a bench, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible. Hey! In out the bad seed, the broken, eat a bad apple, with a bad attitude, hanging room, bad, her, bad, state, bad, law, bad, dude, bad rap, bad 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 vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Varela, right across the river, through the woods from where Granny loves a little 41 unicorn hybrid in New York City, the Big Apple, Ooh. People dress in plastic bags to wreck the traffic, some kind of fashion shake it up. should do that. I'm up in the fight to fudge a party up, rats on the west side, that bugs uptown. What a mess. It does tatter my brain, splattered all over Manhattan. It's only rock and roll, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do, but I like it. should do better. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with your boy Carver. Hi, this afternoon. Mafia running it with Luke. I am your father. A birthday roll call on a Thirsty Thursday. Yanir Diaz, 25. DeMarcus Robinson, 29. Johann Sundstrom, 31. Al Farouk Aminu, 33. Jimmy Claussen, 36. Antonio Bastardo, 38. Brian Tallett, 46. John Kidna, 51, with Scott Spezio. Randall Hill, 54. Richard Brown, 58. Cecil Fielder, 60. Rick Mahorn, throwing elbows, 65. Sidney Moncrief, legend, 66. Bruce Arena, 72. And Richard Childress, 78. Happy birthday to Happy Yeah. Uh, so the Brewers are spanking the Cardinals at Bush. Carantini hit a three-run shot in this one. Six-nothing Brew Crew in the seventh at Bush. Angels just doubled up the race. 4-2, middle of the sixth, down at the trap in St. Petersburg. Oh, uh, time, his eye and his the Giants and Niners tonight at Blue Jeans in Santa Clara. Uh, to open week three of the Pain Day schedule, we welcome our radio affiliates, SiriusXM, Channel 159, our satellite partners all over the Southern Hemisphere, and Sports Byline and their radio affiliates out of San Francisco. Deepak holding it down for us. Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Never tell you, not do ya? wanna? So Barkley and Andrew Thomas are out for the Giants tonight in the Bay Area in this game against the Niners. We've got Daniel Jones. Talking about the Giants offense without Barkley on this show. Plus Kyle Shanahan on stopping. Daniel Jones, you'll hear it all. We'll break the game down and give you the most bet props and Carver High's tutties props. He's got it all evolving rapidly here. Sports Rage, will join us, Gabe Marenzi, per usual, with Who's Going to Ruin Your Night from Vancouver. Justin Fields says he needs to play more like himself and kind of blames coaching. For some of his struggles, then he did a press conference an hour later that, you know, they made him do because he blamed the coaches. So he went out and blamed himself for everything, which is all you need to know that he blames the coaches. <laughs> he went out and had to eat it, that hoagie, uh, for saying it's the coach's fault. Uh, the bottom line uh, is they've had coaching problems there now for several years. And I agree with him. I mean, honestly. They have had hack coaches there for years on end in Chicago, and they have, you know, with his help, with his aid, they have screwed this kid up. I mean, they really have. I mean, he's scared to throw the ball now. I mean, he's a mess, and I do blame them. Honestly, they keep hiring hack coaches, and you can't even deny it. What do we call this guy, Dental Floss? Is that his name? I mean, honestly, it's so embarrassing. When you go out and hire people no one's ever heard of, and you expect them to be Vince Lombardi, the Bears also released Peterman, the worst quarterback in the history of the game. Uh, And they lost their uh, left tackle Braxton Jones uh, to the IR with a neck injury, whoever the hell that is. Patrick Mahomes uh, talking about What I love, when a guy just finally admits he's in it for the money. I've been telling you, Carver High and I have this conversation every week. All these rings and winning and everything. None of it matters. Money is all that matters in pro sports. Trust me, you. And in college sports now. They're talking about this kid. Uh, Sanders' son getting eight figures next year in Boulder. Christ, who needs to go pro when you can get eight figures in college and chase chicks around? We've got the Bears Chiefs. We'll break that down. Salah knows the Jets have had issue with the Pats. You think? They've lost 14 straight to them. We'll break that game down. Tua wants to bring a championship to Miami. I just want to sleep with all the cheerleaders. I'm not even asking for much more than that. I mean, honestly. Can we get that mafia? Don't talk about sleeping with you. Okay. Uh, Denver and Miami down at Hard Rock. Josh McDaniel says the Steelers are a top-class organization. How pathetic is this interview? Listening to this guy talk about his opponent. They run a first-class organization over there. We'll break down the Steelers and Vegas. Bottom line is the Steelers' offense is Hair dryer City. Fire Canada. I've been saying it for two years. No one listens. Brandon Staley on facing the Vikings. Brandon Staley's going to get fired. How's that for a story? I mean, honestly, they never win. The Rams trade Cam Akers to Minnesota. They swap sixth and seventh round picks. We'll break down Chargers Vikings at U.S. Bank in Minneapolis. Joe Burrow was at practice today, but didn't practice fully. Uh, are they having another press conference about his hairdo or anything? Like, you know, that pretty boy stuff they're always doing with him? that's constantly doing the supermodel stuff with this guy. He looks terrific, I got to tell you, in the first two games for that $55 million. Uh, he can't throw uh, anywhere and do anything. He can't, he can't accomplish the thing. Bryce Young misses practice for the second day in a row. Andy Dalton may start Sunday in Seattle, run to the window. Anthony Richardson still in concussion protocol. Uh, Texans quarterback Derek Stingley may miss several games with another hammy. Uh, Saints – marcus may suspended for violating the substance abuse policy warren shark Matt scientist hanging out with us today for a full hour per usual on a thursday he'll break down the giants niners talk Matt canada steelers and raiders he'll talk about tropical cyclone affecting the east coast games it never ends bills commanders he'll break all that down plus Bears, Chiefs, the Lions share. Uh, He's going to do Daniel Jones, rushing yards. We're going to go every game. Tennessee, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit, New Orleans, Green Bay, Denver, Miami, Chargers and Vikes, Pats, Jets, Houston, Jacks, Indy, Baltimore, Carolina and Seattle, Dallas and Arizona and Philly and Tampa. The doubleheader Monday night with the Rams and Bengals in the jungle. Warren Sharp in the four o'clock hour today. Plus, We'll do AFC East odds, North odds, South odds, West odds. Same thing in the NFC. We got the Defensive Player of the Year odds going, Offensive Player of the Year odds, NFL field goal bets. How about that one? The $20 million payout. Did you see that? Where every game had a field goal and they had to pay out $20 million. I have seen it all. Thursday night, college football. Georgia State and Coastal are going to be going at it in Conway, South Carolina. The numbers pretty fat. We'll see who Carver highlights. We'll talk about the Irish and the Buckeyes, Colorado and Oregon and all and Ole Miss down at Bryant-Denny and Tuscaloosa, FSU and Clemson and Death Valley and Penn State hosting Iowa and Happy Valley. All the other games Saturday, plus Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, will talk baseball like we do. Are you ready? I am. It's time for Coast to Coast. Go with us. So uh, this guy at the gym says to me, uh, you know, I was looking for that sports grid channel of yours on my smart TV. I'm like, what's the problem, bro? And he goes, well, I just couldn't find it. I said, listen, how many times am I going to tell you? Just use the app. Like, you sitting there hitting that search thing. Is there anything more painful on a television than having to put in each letter? S-P-O-R-T. Like, honestly, I'm going to have a stroke. I'm like, bro, just get the app in the iOS or the Play Store for Android, and you're golden, and click watch, live. Boom, done. You're watching Sports Grid in HD on your phone. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The guy, I see him a day later, and he says to me, That's the greatest app I've ever seen in my life. I don't use the TV anymore at all. I watch you on the app. He said, I noticed you weren't there. I said, oh, well, I get one day off a year. So, like, I take that one day off, and then everybody gets all emotional, and he goes, I actually like the other guy better than you, and I've never liked you to begin with. And then I punched him, and he fell backwards, hit his head against the locker, and he's dead. I'm just kidding, the whole thing. But he did really, he loved the app. I just thought everyone should get it. SportsGrid.com slash watch. Carver High uh, tells me, tell everyone you know, if they don't like it, punch him. He's in this hockey mode, Preseason starting. He's like, if someone doesn't like the app, you know, a quick rabbit punch, he'll teach them a lesson in a hurry. One other thing I want to tell you about the uh, BetMGM deal for the first Bet 1500 offer, it's incredible. Use the code SG1500, it's for all new users of BetMGM uh, get your account on iOS or Android or BetMGM.com. Sign up, deposit, send into your account, place your first wager, receive up to 1500 back in bonus bets if it loses. If the bonus uh, bets, they're going to be available right when the wager's settled, right? So just be patient, and it'll be in there. And then uh, check for terms and conditions at BetMGM.com. All right, Carver High. Uh, Dayball, I just said to you in the break, no one is at that game, and no one's at the other game either in Tampa. Uh, and it's because oh, wow. no one likes hearing it. it. And I know they're out of it. Tampa's not out of it. No one ever goes to Tampa games, even when they're in it. I'm yeah, just saying, no one it's ever so bad. Baseball is so boring. Honestly, like in September, it's so awful. Like you said last night, no one was at the Yankee. You couldn't get me to watch a baseball game right now if you paid me like 100 an hour to do it. Like, honestly, it's so boring. I, I, I've had more fun in a dentist chair.
5: As we were kind of saying earlier in the week, um, these are a tough two weeks to get through for baseball. Uh, Once you get into the heart of the NFL and college football, you're not at the playoffs yet. Baseball needs to get to October 1st. There's so many teams out of it. You've only got a couple teams that really have something to play for every night. You've got a bunch of teams that know they're in. A uh, place like St. Louis today, you said there's nobody there. That's that's uncommon for them to be completely finished in the middle of September. It's great, you know, though, they're not it? used to that. It is great, and it's just like the Yankee game last night. I mean, there was nobody. I mean, just full sections empty at Yankee Stadium, which we said a month ago was going to happen. We said it was going to be right. a bare September uh there but they still tell you that there was third you know the paid attendance was thirty-seven thousand uh the night Meanwhile, there was about probably about seven uh they couldn't give the tickets uh, away those season ticket holders they couldn't give them away no one wants to go playing playing well against the blue jays this week too uh for the people that did show up uh that's for sure uh Ra- Angels lead the Rays on a Joe Adele home run, uh, four to three right now in the seventh. And as you said, the Brewers are cleaning up uh, on the Cardinals, six to nothing. Let's get to NFL Week Three. It starts tonight in San Francisco, uh, wow. Scotty, at the Gene Stadium uh, between the Niners and the Giants. Of course, the Giants are going to be a little short-handed. After the big comeback win on Sunday, they will not have Saquon Barkley. They will not have left tackle Andrew Thomas. That is a lot for the offense. As Daniel Jones says we still got to step up and get it done.
2: Obviously, we'll we'll miss him. He's a huge part of what we're what we're doing. So uh, guys will have to step up, and and it won't be you know any one guy. Uh, it'll be you know everyone elevating their their play and, and stepping up. And uh, I'm confident we can do that. We got lots of guys who can step in and and uh, do different things and and uh, and help out. How much more do you think he puts on your shoulders? Not having him there, obviously, um, a bit of a loss, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have things in the game plan and certain ways to, to get guys in different spots and use their skill sets. So, um, you know, my job is the same, is to execute and to give, you know, give the playmakers the ball in space and let them, let them do their thing. So, um, I don't think it changes my mindset or how I need to uh, do my job or, or execute the offense
3: couple things here, Mike. Uh, A, you know, they were 60 to nothing, okay, before they finally woke up from the catacombs uh, to show up and beat that terrible team in the desert. I think it was more on them than it was some magnificent uh, second coming of Jesus moment for the Giants, right? Like, to me, it was like, I'm watching a game and I'm going, you gotta be kidding me. They're just gonna let them go through them like butter the whole second half and score every time they touch the ball and they're gonna win this game. And sure enough, they did. So I blame Arizona. I do not think that the Giants have looked good at all at any point. Obviously, they came back and won the game, but the other team laid down and died. Like it was like a it was like watching the Romans. I mean, I was like, honestly. They're so bad. They gave up 60 points. They had Barkley playing in those games. They had Thomas playing in those games. They got roasted by the Cowboys. They're down 21 to the uh, Arizona Cardinals. You got to be kidding me. They're going to get racked up tonight like it was a billiards tournament in San Francisco. This team they're playing is the real deal. They are a Super Bowl legit caliber football team. And If it's not gonna happen, how the hell has that line gone to 10 and a half? Christ, I'm surprised it's not 14 by now. No one respects the Giants at all going into this game tonight. And it's all because Barkley's not playing. I don't respect them going into the game because they're just not good. And he's back to not doing well at quarterback. I am not judging that second half. I'm judging, uh, you know, six quarters of nothingness from this guy. Then all of a sudden he wakes up no he woke up against the worst team in the nfl they're not the worst but they're playing like close to it in my opinion how do you feel about it mike that they're gonna get rolled tonight not gonna get rolled tonight no i
5: i don't think so scotty i don't i don't think they're gonna get completely rolled uh look i think thursday night games are tricky all right could i see the niners winning this game 38 to 10 like the bills sure i could see that tonight i could absolutely see it but Ten and a half is a lot of points for these Thursday night games. I've been kind of going back and forth with it. I really haven't made a decision on it yet. It'll probably just be touchdowns for me. Uh, but I'm leaning more towards taking the Giants with the ten and a half uh, just because of how tricky the Thursday night games are uh, and that maybe they could hang around in the game, uh, get some late touchdown when they're down 17, uh, You know, some garbage time touchdown late. That's kind of how these games always feel uh for me personally the total also is something with 43 and a half kind of feels underish to me uh even if the niners blow them out right niners blow them out i think it's still under 43 and a half right
3: yeah listen i'll be honest with you i don't want any part of that 10 and a half either uh i'm like you so i teased it down and the over uh to like 36. so i'm six and a half and 36 In my opinion, if they can't beat this team by a touchdown, uh, then the earth isn't round.
5: We will, uh, after you talk to Gabe, uh, I'll quickly give you Kyle Shanahan, and then I'll give you the most bet props for tonight. And then I've got some tutties for tonight, including one, I think the longest touchdown shot uh, that I've given, maybe not just in this short year, but maybe even last year also, a long shot tonight. For the touchdowns that you're going to like. That's right. So, so I did saw the. Shot I
3: the saw touchdowns. the McCaffrey anytime, and the odds are horrible. Yeah. So it's it just like. Time.
5: Minus 260. Minus two I mean, I, I want to <laughs> see <laughs> no yours. Better
1: He's a
3: rocker, he's a roller, he's a way out of controller. Here he is, the sports rager, my guy, Marinci. Uh Make sure you check us out Sunday, Payne Day, 1 o'clock Eastern for the uh, 1 o'clock games till their completion. Uh, anyway, Gabe, let's first today uh, go back to our last two shopping sprees in Los Angeles and Phoenix. You clearly, along with uh, myself, did much better in Lipstick City with our shopping. That custom Beckham is sickening. My silk hoodie is so criminal. I look like I should be on Pop Boy. I mean, honestly, selling uh, bags on the street corner with my BMX bike. All I know is Phoenix's uh, shopping uh setup by the NFL was terrible.
6: It was. It was not, nothing in comparison to, to what uh, we saw in Los Angeles. There was literally like 30,000 square feet of just... All kinds of cool Super Bowl stuff and, like, unique stuff, like these jerseys and different jackets and bathrobes and just everything. Phoenix was, yeah, you know, and how about the NFL draft? Remember, Scotty? I was looking forward to the NFL draft. I was like, oh, Vegas, they're going to have some badass uh, gear. They didn't. But on a strange note, Scotty, this is bizarre, the Phoenix Sun store is lit off the hook. I went to the Lakers and I went to the Suns like back to back, so I was in the Staples and then I was in whatever the hell it's called, like the Footprint Center. Right, yeah, the that's Footprint. It. Yeah, yeah. Their store, I even told them, they were so happy, Scotty. I said, man, I was just in the Lakers store two days ago. I said, you guys got way more stuff. This is a much cooler store than the Lakers store at the Crypt. They they were telling each other, oh, he says we're cooler than the Lakers store, it's a cooler store, they're walking around. and <laughs> <laughs> They were all happy, I told them. They were cooler than the Lakers store. <laughs>
3: I think they got his uh, Booker's new shoes in there now. I saw them up this week uh, that he's got a new shoe line out. Like, kind of like, they're a lot like Kobe's. They're badass. I mean, they're like orange. They're sick. They are really cool. But uh, let's talk about college football tonight. You got some action brewing tonight?
6: Yeah, you know what? I'm looking at this game, uh, Scotty, and, you know, I've never met a college football over I didn't like, except I will say with these new rule changes, they're not stopping the clock on first downs anymore. They only stop the clock on first downs in the final two minutes of a half now, and it is having somewhat of an effect. So if you're going to bet an over, you kind of have to bet an over in which you know both teams are going to be able to score. Um, because, you know, when one team is big-time favorite, Scotty, they just they walk the ball up to the line, the clock just ticks faster. You're losing plays in a game. No one's disputing this. But in this game tonight, we're talking about teams that can put points up on the board. Coastal hung around with UCLA in the first game, and then they just absolutely exploded their last two sort of scrimmage games. But I tell you what, this Georgia State team can play, uh, Scotty. They're good. So where I'm going with this, yeah. I'm gonna take the points here, and people agree, man. It was six and a half. I'm seeing five and a half uh, right now, and the totals popping up. It's going up. I like the underdog, and I like the over, and attract me tonight, bro. Bro,
3: I am with you. I bet it. I, I bet the over or uh, the Georgia State, and it was at it was at six and a half early this morning, like six a.m. Yeah, uh, I by- see five and a
6: half right now.
3: Now listen, it went up to seven and a half. You had to pay like a buck thirty-five for it, uh, the extra piece. It settled back down to seven at just a normal bet at minus about ten, and I nailed it at seven. I took the seven, and I'll tell you why. I think both quarterbacks, Granger for the ones who get it done, and McCall can both sling it. This kid has thrown for almost a thousand yards. He's a couple hundred shy of it, but he's not bad at all. They're three and zero, and they have been racking up forty points a week in their uh, games. So I, I'm with you. I, I, made a run on Georgia State and and laid it at seven. I got the, um, I got the seven points. You know, I want him to just be in the game, be in the game all night and score with him and go go toe to toe with him. And then that might pay off that seven in the end. And the other game, I want nothing I, to do with. But I need no, to
4: know.
6: I think they, I think they can, Scott. If you look, I was going to say, you look, at Georgia, you look at Georgia State. That road, Listen, Rhode Island are pretty good. Rhode Island have like a star quarterback. They've got an FCS star quarterback on their team. He's really good. They put up points. So they put up 35 on them. So Coastal's going to be able to score a bit. But we look at this Georgia State offense that you talked about, Scotty. They hung 42 on Rhode Island. UConn can ball, man. UConn were a trendy team coming into the year, and we saw UConn yeah. gave NC State all they can handle in the first game of the season. They dismissed UConn easily. 35-14. Then you bounce back, you go to Charlotte, and you roll them 41-25. This is a real football team. They're not scared to go on the road. This isn't, you're not going into the big house. You're not going into They'd the won before. Here. Exactly. They've oh, you know what? They've been very dominant. They lost last year, but they've been pretty good against against uh, Coastal. It's going to be a fun game, bro. It's going to be a fun football game. Let's bet the over. Let's bet the underdog.
3: Yeah, they actually have won in Conway uh, against this team in the past, so they are not afraid to go there. I think it's a really fun game tonight in college football, no doubt. You know, Carver High and I have been going back and forth on this uh, Giants-Niner game. I teased it down and took the over 36 with it, uh, on uh, the Niners to six and a half and and uh, third over thirty six. I'm more comfortable doing that than going anywhere near that ten and a hook on a Thursday night game when crazy stuff happens.
6: It's funny you ask that because last night we were discussing this on Sports Rage. We were debating it and whether it's better. Do you te- do you tease the underdog? Would you rather get like okay, I'm getting seventeen points with the New York Giants, or do you want to you know make this San Francisco minus three? normally scotty and you know the giants well bro they're normally a very good road team like historically and you know this daniel jones been great on the road as an underdog and eli manning even when they were bad they've always covered point spreads on the road yet this just has the feel of the wheels falling off and imploding it's like putting a cell phone in a microwave i think and the giants are the cell phone uh tonight you've got a short week are coming off that Sunday, the Sunday comeback. They stayed on the West Coast all week. They stayed in Glendale, Arizona, actually, Scotty, uh, right where the stadium uh, was. They went to San Francisco last night. Oh, yeah, they don't have Saquon Barkley. How about this? Daniel, and they they do cover numbers. And good teams win, great teams cover. But Daniel Jones, uh, Scott, and it's the Giants, not just Daniel Jones. They're 1-10 in 10 straight up in 11 primetime games with Daniel Jones. They've won once. He's Jesus. thrown 15 interceptions in primetime games, more interceptions than touchdowns. They already lost 40, nothing once this year uh, in primetime. You know, short, this is the San Francisco 49ers home opener as well. Wheels uh, fall off. I think the Giants punish them tonight, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: the Niners, you mean? You think the yeah, Niners sorry, punish them?
6: Sorry, the ni- Giants get punished. Sorry. Yeah, Freudian that, slip. Oh, boy, Freudian no, slip. Yeah, no, 34 10 30, type thing, you know?
3: Yeah, they know. They know what you're talking about. Let me ask you this: uh, On, like, do you have any uh, props, player props that you're riding tonight in this game?
6: Yeah, me and everybody else. There's going to be as many people on this player prop tonight as people have dated Taylor Swift before, and Kelsey's just the latest. <laughs> <laughs> like, like at this point, Scotty, like you know. Number one, she's not really that hot, and number two, she's been it's with skinny. more dudes than like Jenna Jamison's been with. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I'm just saying,
3: she's a Holy. quarterly lover. She keeps him for three months and then throws him to the wind.
6: I threw. Listen, I think it's it's comical. Whatever, I'm gonna get mad about the coverage. I can ignore it and stuff. But people ask me, how long do I think it lasts? I, not by Halloween. I'm giving them like two weeks, yeah. three weeks. So who's the player prop? Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Well, I I said that earlier. I did that earlier,
3: but the odds are so terrible. It's like minus 275 or something.
6: No, I know. So, look, same. I was looking at this, Scottie. Everybody's going to be on this, right? So, same game parlay. San Francisco to win the game. Christian McCaffrey uh, to score a touchdown is minus 180. That's not that bad. We've got to add something to it, though. So, I came up uh, with this. Brock Purdy. Uh this is alternate numbers here, Scotty. So I'm creating this like uh like a mad scientist, like a drink here right now. All right, same game, parlay. Um, let's go uh Moneyline San Francisco to win the game. Uh Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. And how about this one? Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy over 150 yards passing. I think that's money. So, it turns into, like, they have, like, uh, alternate passing yards. So, if you go over 150, you get a certain price. You want to go over two 200? So, Scotty, San Francisco to win the game. Right. McCaffrey scores a touchdown. Right. Brock Purdy throws for 150 or more yards is minus uh, 150.
3: How about this? Uh, Jones has a higher rushing prop than uh, Barkley's fill-in, Breida. Uh, Jones actually has a higher number so I want to ask you about one game Jones goes over
6: the number Scotty yeah he's going to be running for his life tonight I like
3: Daniel Jones (laughs) rushing yard property you're right running for his life not running for yards running for his life (laughs) Uh, so Michigan and Rutgers in the big house Saturday I got to at least get an early look at that one from you
6: I'll tell you what Rutgers can play Scotty this is not a terrible Rutgers football team they absolutely manhandled Virginia Tech in the trenches. Harbaugh is back, so this is you know this is Harbaugh's first game back. It's twenty. It's, it was twenty-five. It's come down to twenty-four. I think the, the number is pretty accurate, uh, Scotty. But I also think Michigan flexed their muscles uh, here. Michigan cover for real. This is their first real game. Michigan show up. They win like forty-two ten.
3: So they're thirty a week average, where they're just boring and malaise and going through the motions yeah. and Bowling Green's blah blah blah. That uh, McCarthy and the Wolverines show up and win that game by 30, 35. by
6: twenty-eight, to, by twenty-eight to thirty, and it'll be impressive because Rutgers are good. But this is conference play now, Scotty. There's no more. Wow, it was East Carolina. Don't worry about it. Right. Wow, it was Bowling Green. We're good. No. Right, And Michigan are happy with the way they played, Scotty, but it's time to raise it up a notch. Let's do this thing.
3: Don't wear that shirt out to the bar. You're going to have people, chicks tackling you, guys trying to hold you up for
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: All
3: right, Carver Hyde. Let's look at some of these other uh, props for this game tonight. It's Stonewash denim jeans.
5: Yeah, let's do that. Uh, here are the most bet player props uh, for tonight at BetMGM. George Kittle to score the first touchdown at 10-1. to 1. Kittle to score any time at plus 180. McCaffrey over 78.5. Rushing yards minus 115. McCaffrey under 17.5 rushing attempts. And Daniel Jones to throw a pick. At minus 110, those are the most bet player props for tonight. There you go. Yeah.
3: I like that, uh, Jones, to throw a pick. I mean, uh, did you hear Gabe talking about this guy's disastrous prime time? I yeah. mean, it, it makes uh, it makes perfect sense, right? Like that this guy just doesn't do well. He's like cousins. He's another one that doesn't yep. do well at nighttime on national television. I don't know what it is, no. but... I mean, honestly, Jones's numbers are worse than the Cousins. I mean, honestly, yep. uh, they're ga- gonna get smoked tonight. I, I, it just—it's lined up for it. You can smell it coming. I mean, you can. And, and it's... <laughs> I, I agree with you about every. I hate when eighty, eighty-five, ninety percent of the money's on a team, yeah. and but they are legit. They're not like some yes. boring ass. Like you know, the numbers he put up for. Hurdy to have a, a, a buck and a half, 200, 250, like a buck and a half. He'll have that by halftime, the way they move the ball and the way they throw it and sling it. And he throws a lot of those 20-plusers to Ayuk. And I, the guy that I keep an eye on tonight is Debo because I haven't actually seen him do anything in the first two weeks. Uh, spectacular. And you know he's just craving the rock tonight.
5: Uh, he is craving the rock tonight, and that's where I'm going to start for my four touchdowns for tonight's game. I'm not doing any Christian McCaffrey minus 260s or anything like that. We're going with the chalky one for me is Debo at plus 105. I think he'll get in the end zone. Daniel Jones has to be the bulk of the giant offense tonight, Scotty. That means I think inside the five, he's going to get opportunities with no Barkley, so plus 210 for him. Here's my two ones that I'm going after that are kind of long-shottish. One, Elijah Mitchell didn't play last week McCaffrey was in there for every single snap didn't Shanahan tell us in training camp Scotty that he wasn't going to use him as much to save him make sure that he's healthy for later in the year so now on a short week on a Thursday night game after the guy plays every snap he's going to have a major role tonight and play the entire game I don't see it I think there's two ways Mitchell's involved tonight one Shanahan knew ahead of time that he was going to back McCaffrey off a little bit and Mitchell's going to get some burn, or two, the uh, Niners are killing them in the second half, he takes McCaffrey out, and Mitchell's going to get some burn. One way or the other, I think he's going to get in the game at plus 260.
3: Maybe that's why that, uh, well, obviously, it's why that uh, most bet prop of under 17.5 carries is live.
5: I think that that's one reason why it's live as well. Uh, I think you could see Elijah Mitchell get a lot more burned tonight because of how much McCaffrey played on Sunday and where the game goes. And the big ball better the night, Scotty. We saw this guy have two big catches for the Giants on Sunday. Getting his feet wet. Rookie wide receiver Jalen Hyatt had that Ooh. big catch. I think we're going to see him catch more balls and maybe even get in the end zone. 10-1! to 10 wow. to 1 for Hyatt wow. to get a tutty tonight. I jumped on that this morning. I'll take it. He might catch one of those deep. He might catch one ball tonight, Sky. Maybe it's a deep ball for a 50-yard touchdown. Let's get him.
3: Hyatt, let's go. How about that's the only reason to watch the game? <laughs> is Because the, <laughs> they're going to the get Hyatt, beat. So yes. why not watch the game for the <laughs> 10 to 1 prop that Carver High laying out on the table as an
5: appetizer? i usually don't go that big with the touchdowns but when i saw that my eyes opened up this morning i went jalen high 10 to 1. let's go here let's take a shot uh in a game like this i, I like it. it uh so the giants and the niners you of course will discuss this more with warren sharp coming up uh in a few moments uh, about 20 minutes from now here on coast to coast and then adam kaplan in the final hour yesterday scotty was quite the day for the chicago bears let me just try to recap all of the things uh that happened to them yesterday uh, at halis hall so, their defensive coordinator, Alan Williams, resigned. This was amid reports all day long that, like, the FBI was raiding his house uh, and his office. And, like, there was all these things going on with him. He resigns. Iberflus refused to talk about it during his press conference. Their starting left tackle, Braxton Jones, goes on the IR with a neck injury. They released Nathan Peterman, their backup quarterback. And then you had Justin Fields, who went for his weekly news conference. And basically, Scotty, started saying how... He's got to get, like, all these things out of his head. He's, there's too many things being thrown at him. And then he said the word coaching. Uh, and when, then he goes back afterwards and then denies all of it. Here's Justin yeah. Fields, the first press conference.
7: Of course, you know, things that I didn't like, I felt like, you know, I wasn't necessarily playing my game. Uh I felt like I was kind of robotic and, you know, not just not, not, not playing like myself. So, um, you know, um, my goal this week is just to, you know, say effort and just go out there and, you know, Play football how I know how to play football. And um, that's not, uh, that includes uh, thinking less and just going out there and, you know, uh, playing off of instincts rather than just, of, you know, so much, so to say, info in my head, data in my head, and literally just going out there playing football. I mean, just going back to it's a game. I um, mean, and and that's it, because that's when, you know, I play my best is when I'm just out there playing free and uh, being myself.
0: When you say thinking less, what do you think was causing you to think so much maybe
7: think too much um you know could be uh you know uh, coaching um i think but um you know at the end of the day it makes it you know uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me you know what to look at and stuff like that but at the end of the day i you know can't be thinking about that when the game comes
3: listen uh i have absolutely no negative feelings about the stuff he's saying Honestly, like, this kid can flat out play football. There's no getting around it. I don't have a problem with him. I really don't. I think he's loaded with talent. I think he has an arm. I think he's a crappy thrower, but he's got an arm. We've seen it. We've seen him play well and throw it deep in college and have success, and he was a stud. Now, all of a sudden, he sucks. I honestly believe... Without a shadow of a doubt, I have no reservation in saying this. I think Nagy was awful. I think this guy, uh, dental floss, Eberflus is—he's worse. I mean, honestly, like uh, Nagy's had tremendous success in Kansas City. Take a look at his hands; he's got rings. Uh, here's the deal: it's that organization. I am telling you, a George Hallis is spinning in his grave like a carnival ride at the State Fair, and so is the McCaskey family. They're gonna change their name. They're gonna move. They're gonna go into witness protection. The Bears have turned into an absolute joke in the NFL. It is beyond me. It really is. It's from the top. It cut the head off of a snake. It all starts there. The front office, the ownership, and the people that have run the Bears into the ground are all of the suits, All of the owners, all of the geniuses, all of the analytics, all of these GMs that suck. And then the coaching is a disaster, and they have ruined this kid. They have ruined him. Don't tell me that kid doesn't have talent. I don't want to hear it. I really don't. The same can be said for Haskins, the kid that passed. The Steelers had him. They were turning him around. He was the same kind of quarterback at Ohio State. They both had giant arms. And now they got this kid Stroud, he's got a giant arm. Why is it that this kid at field sucks so bad in the NFL? I think it's personally the Chicago Bears have ruined him. They have ruined him. They have terrible front office, terrible coaches. He said it because that's the truth. The reality is he said it. Then they made him go eat it because they're such losers. They made him go out and eat it like a hoagie sandwich that he said coaching. It is coaching that's ruined him. They have ruined this kid, Mike, you know it.
5: Yeah, he basically an hour later after practice said, uh, and it was only one minute, didn't take questions, just said things were taken out of context. It stops with me. I get all the blame, you know, it's my fault when we lose. I'm not blaming the coaches. What he said the first time is how he actually feels. That's right. And And you're not allowed to feel. I I don't think.
3: You're not allowed to feel.
5: Right. You're not allowed to say that. So go
3: back out and eat it. And that's it. it It's everything you need to know about this problem that they made him go out and eat it. Is that it's the truth. The truth hurts. They have ruined him. And he went out and said it. And then they made him take it back and walk it back. Is there anything you and I hate worse on this show than people that we say like when things? That. And then they walk it back, let alone an hour later. A day later is bad enough. An hour later, you know they mm-hmm. put a gun to his head and said, you're going to go out there and you're going to tell them it's all on you. Because we are not taking the fall for this. But they will. You know why? Because every three years, they just keep firing all of these loser coaches that they hire. The, the front office of the Chicago Bears and the front office of the Chicago White Sox and the front office of the Chicago Blackhawks have been the most anemic professional sports organizations in the world, let alone in the United States. Take a look at what happened with the Blackhawks. The whole team was getting raped. The White Sox have been losing for 25 years. The Bears haven't won since 1985. End of discussion. It's the front office. It's the ownership. They're the reason that they suck. They're the ones that pick all these loser coaches and loser assistants and loser program, the plan. Here's how we're gonna run things. They have run these organizations into the ground. Jesus, it's so obvious. They should have me on the radio in Chicago. I'd get ratings talking about how crappy the people that run these teams are. What a bunch of idiots. Does that sum it up?
5: And uh, you summed it up. Uh, And this week, it doesn't get any easier for them. They'll be facing the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. In uh, Arrowhead, <laughs> they've uh, got Patrick. Mah- nothing like nothing like facing Patrick Mahomes the week that your defensive coordinator resigns midweek, uh, getting ready for the game. That's the not FBI's a good thing. Uh, Mahomes. His house. Yes. Um, what, what did <laughs> Patrick he do? Mahomes also got he do? more money. There's a lot of details that have not. Uh, there's still a lot to come out on that. Uh, his resignation said uh, family issues, health, uh, all that stuff. There's been. There's been stories that, well, first, the story was that they raided the house and the office. The Bears were very clear in their statement that no FBI, there was no raid of the offices at Halasol. They should have happened, raided those they didn't
7: offices. About, they, didn't,
5: they didn't say anything about his house, though. Who knows what's going to happen uh, with this going forward? But they do have Mahomes on Sunday, which is bad for them. Your boy just got paid. Also, uh, here's Patrick Mahomes. It's hard. You get to, to watch and see what's going around, the, what's going on around the league,
3: and and find that right spot. And I thought we found a good one in this this negotiation that we did. That um, we'll be able to still keep cap space for other guys to get signed. Um, but uh, obviously, I got a little bit more money up front, um, and then we'll, we'll kind of redo it and renegotiate whenever we get to that, that mark that we talked about. So it's a, it's a special place and a special relationship that I have with the, the team to be able to trust him, to be able to, to, even when I signed the last contract, know that this was going to happen and then probably going to happen again at some point. Well, look, he's um, getting paid this kind of money because he's the best player in the NFL. And secondly, Lee Steinberg's a genius. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Uh, right out of Cal Berkeley, these people that go to Stanford and Cal Berkeley are dangerous. They're like Haro and at Harvard. You get around these people that go to those three places. Trust me, they are smarter than you, and they are going to take all of your money and your soul.
1: Robert, I just
3: can't uh, figure it out with this kid, Zach Wilson. Like, you know, he looked terrible in Dallas, uh, throwing all the picks, and now they're playing the Patriots, who beat him 14 straight times. It's hard for me to think that it's not going to be 15 when this kid's playing the way he is. It's kind of gone, you know, since the Buffalo game, which they got gift wrapped because of Josh Allen. I do not believe for one minute that. Uh, Zach Wilson did anything in that game. That catch that Wilson made in the corner of the end zone was all him. That was a lousy throw. It was a terrible throw. And he he made a miraculous tip job catch. So we all know that the kid has nothing but problems playing. And it seems to be getting worse. How do you pick them, even though they're at home, over this secondary of the pass that's as good with Gonzalez and company? I think they're going to mess with him on Sunday.
5: Not hard for me. Uh, I'm on the Pats. Uh, And I'll even throw into the other thing is the Pats are 0-2. And I'm looking at these 0 and two teams this week, Scotty, but especially the ones that were supposed to be somewhat decent. Right. There's a lot That's of desperation, uh, not going to 0 and three. So I'm on the paths, 14 straight, make it 15. Robert Salad knows uh, that the Jets have had issues with them. No kidding. Well, you know, we're
6: we're always trying to win every game for not only for us in this organization, but for the fans and everybody who uh, games are always uh, so important to, especially <clears throat> Jets Jets Nation. But um, we gotta focus on the moment. I get what happened one. in the past, but uh, uh, looking in the past and dwelling on the past and what could have been is just taking away from what we can do now. And uh, what we can do now is prepare to be the best we can and and focus on us and
7: how we need how we need to execute to, to be able to put our best foot forward on Sunday. And that's that's really where the focus has to be. Um, oh, sure. Yes, it's uh, New England and
6: uh, it's a division game, and um, and the past is the past, but. All our focus is on today, uh, trying to be our best version or, of ourselves so oh we can God, find stammering. a way to get this one on Sunday. <laughs> it's
3: yeah, stammering. How about tortured. don't give up 30 points? Uh, you know, their defense, their wanted yeah. defense gave up 30 yeah. points. I mean, honestly. They'll
5: lose on Sunday. This is a Patriot win. Patriots going to beat them on Sunday.
3: Mafia's I- dropping dropping headphones right now to both of us and telling us he hates us. <laughs>